Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, all y'all. How are you this morning? I am Robin Holstein of Holstein House and the Holstein House broadcast. It's Tuesday, November the 14th, 2023, and this is episode 106 of the Hosting House broadcast, answering your questions on hosting a B&B from your home, uh, food pantries, your food preparation and storage questions, and more. And today we're going to talk uh, just kind of a generalized conversation on uh, responsible gun ownership. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another five winter preps that you may want to consider and and some current events as well um, and I know responsible gun ownership is not necessarily something you're going to hear from a, uh, a bed and breakfast <laughs> broadcast but we're going to talk about it. something come up in the news um, kind of locally that I, I wanted to touch on a little bit uh, for everybody those of us who may or may not uh, carry and may or may not have weapons in our home. <clears throat> weapons being a overly broad adjective. <laughs> so those of you listening on the bot on the podcast, uh, I, I do see your numbers. I'd love to put your names or at least uh, your um, profile IDs uh, to these numbers that I'm seeing. I, I love seeing them. I'd love to hear more from you. I'd love to hear the things that you think are, are fair, that you like to hear, something you might want to hear more about that falls into the broader category of of the uh, the purpose of this broadcast. And I, I really would like to talk to you some more. I had a lot of um, folks when I used to talk a little more about Bitcoin. I don't do a lot of talking about Bitcoin right now. I'm still really seriously studying some of my options. Um, I have a little bit in it uh, invested in uh, Bitcoin. And I'm, I'm about to take another step, which I kind of been hinting at and talking about for a long time. But I just, things have to be, um, there, there's, it's like chickens. It's like owning chickens. You can put a lot of money up front and then not get a whole lot out. Um, but if you if you put a little bit up front, get your money back out of your your chickens and your eggs and things, and then invest that back in, you can you can do okay. So that's where I'm at um, with my Bitcoin stuff. So not a whole lot of topics on Bitcoin. Maybe be a little uh, able able to do that a little more. Um, through the winter when I'm not so busy with the things outside. So we'll see how that goes and um, just a lot of stuff going on. So if you are listening on the, um, on the podcast, uh, any of the podcast apps out there, I've got the um, distribution set up to as many as I possibly can. So I know I'm reaching a lot of us do see the reports back, the analytics back on which ones are um, the primary source of, 
uh, listening to uh, the Holstein House broadcast using podcast apps. And Fountain.fm is the biggest by far. And I do appreciate all my people over there um, who listen, even if you don't hang around for the full episode. I really appreciate it. Really wish you'd say hello a little more often, but that's okay too. Uh, and then, um, oh darn, is it Podcaster? Now I can't remember. Shoot, I, I should have written it down. I looked at them a little while ago, and now I can't think of it. Is the second most frequently listened to one. I'll have to dig that out and write that down for Tuesday. So I, uh, so I let you know for sure. But there's a there's a couple different apps out there, and a lot of, some folks are having trouble with the Fountain app crashing, and I do that from time. I have trouble with that from time to time when I'm listening to it, um, and it, you know it'll just stop where it won't load. Uh, so I think that, you know, it's still fairly new technology for those folks over there. And we want to give them a little grace there. But if you want to comment and I, if you comment and I don't get notification of it and you don't hear back from me, please just hit robinholstein.com and go over to the contact page and send me a note uh, through the contact page and, uh, and just put in there, Hey, I listened to you on, you know, fountain FM or, uh, uh, podcaster, uh, pocket cast, that's it, pocket cast, um, or, you know, um, the iPhone app or, you know, whichever ones you're listening to me on. And, and I wanted to say hello and I hadn't heard response back and I'll, I'll do that. I promise because I don't have all of those on my phone. Actually, I just almost threw my phone out the window, uh, today or into the street. It's just a little iPhone SE. It's an older model. It's not an old, old, old model, but it's an older model. And it keeps telling me I don't have, uh, I don't have space to upload because it does these steps before you upload a video. It um, processes it before it uploads it. And it keeps telling me there's not enough space. And I keep looking at it and trying to find what's eating up my space. And I've removed a bunch of older... Um, apps that I haven't used in a year or two and to clear up space. And I know what it is. It's system files and it, it needs a total reboot and restart. But honestly, I don't want to go through all that. I, I don't want to buy a new one either, but I may have, I'm going to have to do something because I, I videoed uh, some stuff yesterday that I was trying to upload to YouTube and, and I could, can't upload it. I can't get it out of my phone. <laughs> I can't get it out of there now. Not the edited one. I had it edited. I may have just have to use something else to edit it. And, oh, I hate to do that. But anyway, <laughs> enough of that. So right right now we'll talk about uh, around the Holstein House. This is just a little section where if there's anything exciting going on here at Holstein House B&B, I share that with everybody and I let them know there's not a whole lot. We've got the calendar closed out because of so many blasted things coming up. Um a series of medical appointments for dad and myself and then both of us because we both go to some of the same doctors and sometimes we I, I schedule those appointments together um, if they're just regular little checkups go in sit and talk to the doctor and go out um, today we're going uh, after I leave here and after I upload the uh, audio I'm, I have to t go do his INR test and those guys of you who get tired of hearing it but have been here for a while know that Fridays is INR test day for dad and I go over and I do that test for him and submit those results so that the doctor can adjust if necessary his uh, warfarin or coumadin uh, levels and um, then today we'll leave from there and we'll go, go. he wants to get his flu shot um, the physician it wants him to have the 
higher, I don't want to know if we want to call it a higher dose. I'm not sure. I don't remember how they phrase that in the commercials about to ask your doctor. Um, but it's, it's like a double dose and they, they advise, they recommend that for seniors and, um, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get the double. It's bad enough that I get a single dose. I do that for a lot of reasons. I know a lot of folks that are in uh, some of the groups that I'm in are very, um, very suspicious about any vaccinations. And I understand that but the flu vaccination, I think, is um, is is stable. I get that it's play, it's always playing catch up. So it watches for the most um, current um, variation of influenza and uh, tries to play catch up on that. But I I mean, I, the track record seems to be fairly stable with that. Um, I'm okay with it. There's there's some stuff that I'm okay with, and the other stuff that I'm not. But um, the the fast uh, hurry up and and let's jab everybody and then see what happens thing that uh, went on a couple of years ago. The Rona when the Rona went through, um, I I I was very suspicious of that. We we did get our first three, but I'm not going to get any more of them. Um, I haven't talked to dad about his preferences one way or another on that. I don't see the benefit uh, in my research. And I know there are people who say, you can't research yourself. Well, yeah, you can. That's that's how we get PhDs and, and doctors and, and stuff is that they go out and they research. <laughs> research is a broad, broad word. It can mean anything from looking up a bunch of stuff online to taking big tomes out of the library and sitting down and reading through them and taking massive notes which nobody does these days. And that's why we are where we are these days. <laughs> but anyway, so it's a busy day today and I'm going to probably take him out to lunch and um, maybe have a, uh, a continuing uh, difficult conversation that we've been having over the past couple of months about a situation that needs to be resolved. It's going to be tense. So <laughs> I won't get into that with you guys, but um, um I want to let you know about that. Hey, Dixon Way, good morning. You haven't caught a live in a while, and you haven't you haven't commented on any of them that you've caught in the replay. You should do that. I'm scolding people today. I'm in that kind of a mood. If you listen to the replays, as those of you who are, are listening on the Fountain app and can't see me, I'm shaking my finger in an angry grandma way. Uh, you should at least say hello and put the word replay or something in the comments. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Anyway, um, I, I I don't mind that you guys catch the replays. It's great. I just I, I'm just glad that you're hanging around and you're listening from time to time. And and uh, you know, we'll spare a few minutes to listen to me gripe, moan, and complain. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, for a lot of reasons um, and, uh, you know, scheduling and and I hate to say the holidays because I would love to have the place open for the holidays. But I cook on Thanksgiving and while I would really welcome guests in and people are always I always put on Facebook to the folks that can see my posts that are in the immediate area. If you want to come and join to have dinner with us, we're having dinner at this time on this day. Just come on in. If you have particular things that you like to drink, bring those with you. Um, I don't carry a lot of, you know, diet soft drinks and stuff. So, but I do. And that's a genuine invitation. You know, I just, 
just let me know you're coming so I can have enough plates. <laughs> I've got I've got plenty of plates, but a lot of them are in the cabinets. But uh, I, it's it's a serious, genuine inquiry. The thing about having overnight guests is with the B&B, you have, when people come and stay in your home that way, they kind of expect a little something different. They don't expect the routine um, um, piles of dishes in between cooking. So, you know, you're, you're fixing all the cakes over here and you're shoving all the dishes in the, in the sink until you get the cakes in the oven and then you start washing the dishes and running the dishwasher and then the cakes come out and then you're doing two or three pies and you do that routine over. Outside guests generally aren't accustomed to that, and um, they they tend to get, cut you. I I get fascinated, especially at my Airbnb guests, when it comes time to do evaluations. And I've I've mentioned this to you guys before. They'll ding me for location. Hello, you looked me up. <laughs> you have access to Google technology that lets you almost zoom down on the top of my house. Why are you dinging me for location? You didn't have to stay here. <laughs> but it is what it is. I hate that phrase, and I catch myself saying it all the time. But, uh, yeah, so the holidays are hectic enough, uh, and I just, it would be nice to have, uh, to, to open up for other folks for the holidays, but I just have, I, I just, I, it's just not, it's just not. <laughs> but. Um, Anyway, so the calendar is, is the, the, the booking calendars are really, really sparse right now with all that stuff going on. But if you do go uh, direct book and use the, uh, the promo code BROAD5, B-R-O-A-D-5, and um, you'll get 5% off your stay. Along that line, I just want to touch base. Um, a couple weeks ago, I shared with you that there were a lot of forest fires happening and it was in the air. And I, I think I've even got a couple of uh, yeah, videos up on uh, the YouTube page that um, you can, where the smoke's just laying here in the valley. And I'm in the, along the, I'm just a couple blocks off the Kanawha River. And so I'm down in the valley for Kanawha River. And, um, the smoke just was laying, laying in the air and just gasping, making everybody sick. <laughs> the chickens didn't lay very well. And um, it was just a whole thing. Well, a lot of that eased up. We had some rain and a lot of that eased up. However, this time of year with all that mast and all that leaf, uh, floor litter and, and leaf litter and stuff in the mountains, it doesn't take any amount of time for that to dry back out. And we have. And so we have more wildfires in the forests. And several of our, um, um, like the New River National Park and Canal State Forest and, and stuff, there are small wildfires. Well, in the New River National Park, there's several big wildfires about, out there um, that's making it difficult, not just for the environment and, and the area and the people there. But if you're, if you're a tourist and you're trying to come in and you want to get one of the few remaining walks in before it gets too chilly to do that in the mountains. I mean, right now the mountains are brown and they're, they're, I mean, in, in one sense, they're ugly because it's just that depressing brown that tells you that the winter's coming. Um, they are that way and they're full of uh, leaves. And, uh, but the fun thing is you walk through there and you hear little squirrels jumping around. Of course, we're about to come into uh, gun, gun deer season. And that's, that's a bad time to be out there without, orange on so get your blaze orange out um but uh 
the forest fires are kicking back up. Now we should be getting, I haven't been out since uh, I, I, I let the birds out this morning. We're supposed to be getting some rain this morning and into the afternoon. Steady, good drenching rain, which will take care of that. However, that rolls us into Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving rolls us into December. And then it gets too, um, too chilly to be out much in the woods that way, unless you're a hunter. Most of the campgrounds will be closed after Thanksgiving, and so there won't be any camping to amount to much anywhere. So I just wanted to touch base on that a little bit. If you are coming into the area to hike, make sure you understand that uh, there are wildfires going on in the area. Miscellaneous stuff, yeah. There's there's nothing nothing changed with um, um, my uh, lung issue. I, the MRI obviously is not till next week. That didn't change. The um, inhaler is obviously still. I, I haven't adjusted to it. I haven't. I'm going to wait until I go back to the pulmonologist on the seventh. Yeah, the seventh of December, and I'm just going to ask him when I get in there about changing um, uh, inhalers. I really would like to be able to sing for Christmas. <laughs> I can't sing like this, and I don't know that I'll be able to improve that. Even I, I'm not trying to right now because if this is an irritation from the inhaler, I don't want to do any damage before um, Christmas. So when I go in and talk to him about it, um, and I'll be okay because it, it would just be one or two songs anyway, so it's not going to be like um, I don't do a whole cantata. I mean, our church, we've only got a handful of people anyway. <laughs> But I don't do I don't do that kind of math. I don't do concert singing or anything. I used to I used to sing um, not concerts, but I used to sing at hospice um, in the um, I'd go up to the hospice house, uh, a Hubbard hospice hospice house of all things three ages, and it, this is a little facility, um, just in the end of life stage facility. Uh, there were some folks there having rehabilitations and therapies and staying there short term while their families had a break or something like that. But it's laid out like a like a, a small small hospital, um, one one story, and had a little atrium and had a little center area with with trees and place where you could sit out in, in the yard. And I would go in just past the registration just where you had to check in if you were visiting people there. And uh, I would I would plug in a speaker and uh, had um, I've still got it. Hey, it's over here. <laughs> you can't see it. I had uh, I had um, now for me, I call it a speaker. Mr. Holstein called it an amp. I don't know, but I can plug my microphone in. I ran my um, music off of my iPhone through into uh, the auxiliary jack and I would sing and I would sing every Monday. Um, at the hospice house, I'd sing for an hour for them, and that it was really good. It um, it helped me out with a lot of things, and uh, I developed a, a a song list. In theory, I could have given a, a I could have went to the bar and sang for three hours. <laughs> I had three set lists. <laughs> I could do that, uh, but I I didn't I didn't go to the bar and sing. But I, I could have done that. But um, so I, I had a whole setup. I mean, it was a redneck setup. It wasn't high end equipment of any kind, kind of like what I do here. Uh, nothing high end, but it gets the job done. But I, I did sing. I did do that for a while. Then um, it got to be I have to have a tuberculosis test. Uh, and 
I, ha I have to have a chest x-ray for that. Um, I can't take the skin test and my insurance won't pay for it. And it got to be um, really frustrating just to go in and sing uh, the amount of stuff I had to do uh, to sing once a week, um, which I'm sure was a blessing to people. But it it was really difficult for me to get all of that worked out. So I, I didn't do that. But anyway, so that part has stayed the same. There's nothing new uh, going on with that until I get the MRI and go see the doctor on the 7th. And we will we'll keep you posted there. I don't anticipate anything um, life-altering. I mean, well, I mean, if it's COPD or if it's emphysema, I mean, obviously it's life-altering. But I don't, I mean, like, I don't, I'm not thinking cancer or anything like that. So I think it's just going to be more of a nuisance to me because I don't have enough nuisance in my life. <laughs> oh, all right. Now I did get the bike trainer up. Um, oh, did I show you a picture of that? Let me see if I can get a picture of it real quick before too much time goes by. Um, I don't want to over, uh, I don't want to spend too much oddball time. One of the uh, telegram group, uh, Telegram app. I have a joint group that um, is uh, trying to take a little more responsibility for their um, uh, exercise and uh, and getting uh, getting uh, healthier, getting uh, your weight. It's not necessarily about getting weight under control. Oh, don't tell me it logged me out. This dumb thing where oh, just gets on my nerves. Um, and one of the things that I need to do, and with these increased new limitations that I'm dealing with here, uh, whether it, if they're going to be temporary or, or long term, I don't know. But um, photos, I uh, I know I have to. I, the last couple times that I walked for exercise. Um, I just really was struggling. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Let me do this. And then let me, anyway, I really struggled. It was killing me to breathe. And um, I share screen, share window, share that window. Uh, so I know that I need to um, increase my, my exercise. So I ordered one of these things. This is uh, a contraption that goes on the back wheel of a bicycle, just a regular bicycle. And um, it, it, you, then you prop, you put it in, inside and then you can bicycle instead of buying an exercise bike. So now uh, let me see if I can, this is what it looks like. Excuse those pictures. This is what it looks like um, finished after I get it put together. Uh, let me try to give that the whole screen. Come on. Give me the whole screen. All right. So what you see here, I don't know if you can see my mouse pointer or not. Hopefully you can. Um, the These things go in the back wheel. So the back wheel is going to be here. 
and it's going to roll against this thing here, this little um, stainless steel piece here. And it's going to turn this little thing. And, you know, somebody suggested I could hook that up to some kind of a power generator and charge up batteries while I'm on a bicycle, <laughs> which is a thought. Uh, so it came, it was already pretty well put together. Um, and I, I did, I, what little bit had to be done just drove me crazy. I did a video, I did video um, taking it out of the box and setting it up and you'll and hear me fussing about now what do i do with this where does this go where does this go because the instructions were such crap um it had a blowout picture with all the parts labeled everything and that was just almost it and then it told you how to put it together well it came assembled um you just had to drop it took me a minute to figure out i knew they had to come out but it took me a minute to figure out how to um loosen these out so that they set up and it, the worst part was trying to put this on here. There was not the first direction about it. Um, there's a bolt that's in here. Uh, and I, I mean, I was looking at it and you'll see me in the video uh, talking myself through because that's what I do. So I talk and I say, well, wait, I don't know if this goes here. Where does that go? And um, there's a piece. I don't have a, I don't have a picture of it, but there's a piece in the back here that causes this little uh, thingy do here tension or whatever it's called um, to raise toward the um, the wheel and to lower away from it so you increase your tension that way well there's nothing in the instructions that tell you that then this thing here underneath that wrench there's absolutely no identification in the in the instruction manual at all as to what that thing is nothing and um, it's got two little springs, one that goes towards each end, as best I can figure out. And then that's a little, um, I don't know, it's just a little knobby looking thing. This handle here says uh, open and close. I don't know why it says that, but it does. So what I ended up having to do, I ended up um, looking at the pictures and, and stuff on the Amazon page where I ordered it. So I went back into my Amazon account, went to my orders, went to this thing on the order, went back to the um, some of the uh, uh, comments and videos and, and reviews and stuff. And I saw more than a couple saying the instructions weren't very good and, and what is this thing? But a, there were some videos on it uh, on the page. And in those videos, and these were not official videos, these were customer videos, this they showed them putting this thing through the back wheel and then mounting the wheel here so in order to mount the back wheel there's a piece you have to take off which i haven't done yet because my bike's still in storage i gotta get it out then you put this through the back wheel and it and these the and it sets on in in these things so my idea of how this fit on the wheel was altogether wrong but um It went, I mean, I got it together. It's kind of heavy. It's not so heavy that I can't carry it downstairs. Um, and then rolling the bike down the basement steps won't be a big deal. So I just got to go get the bike out of the, out of the building and then bring it in. And still got to clear up. I'm thinking I might, I don't know if I would live stream while I'm on the bike. <laughs> that would be, a, that would be a terrible thing for anybody to witness. But I uh, you know, I could do that. You can watch me sweat, watch my fat self sweat and listen to me gasp for air. 
<laughs> I could, I, maybe I could do an OnlyFans with that fat chick on bicycles, fat bottom girl. There we go, fat bottom girl. Uh, I couldn't play the music though, cause, uh, cause I'd get in trouble for copyright stuff. But <laughs> get on my bike and ride. <laughs> oh, but that's where I'm at today. <laughs> I put that together last night and, uh, at, well, yesterday afternoon, but th that comes back around to, I can't get the stupid video up off my phone <laughs> to post it anywhere. So there's that. I got that done. Um, and then uh, other projects around the house are, are, are around the prop around here. General prop projects are still, <laughs> I can't get ahead. I can't get ahead for anything. Uh, the doghouse I haven't done any more with. I haven't got it cleaned out at all. So see, I could put this thing in the doghouse and I could I could put a, a little buddy propane heater in there and I could go in there and take the chill off because there's no utilities in there. Take the chill off and with the pro little propane heaters and just do, and, you know, don't have to worry about anything. But again, I have to clean it out. Ramsey house, haven't touched the Ramsey house. The basement down here, I haven't done much down here. I mean, I just, I'm all over the place. And uh, still, you know, sit here and look and think, do I have time? Should I let go of one of the, uh, one of the, one of the weekly live videos to make room for some of this other stuff? And, and I'm just going to leave them as they are for now. Uh, so two videos, it's going to stay for a little while. Two live videos, it's going to stay for a little while. Nothing new happening out in the garden. Uh, the, I, I am still having occasional, I do think it's a raccoon that's trying to get to my chickens. I did have a, um, uh, another, uh, experience where I went out to let them out and the hardware wire had been pulled away, even though I had fastened it down some more, it had been pulled away and, uh, it was, it was starting to break and that, that just baffled me because it's like, what? what is that quarter inch uh squares in the hardware cloth and um this the little small ones really small ones i think it's a quarter inch and it was just it was just being where and i, I swear i think it has to be a, a raccoon because they would grab hold you know and they have the thumbs and all that stuff they would one tear it i don't know has somebody walked up to a human being wouldn't have to tear it loose to get in there just open the door <laughs> I don't think it's a human being. So there had been some muddy, muddy swipes. Not There wasn't anything clear enough for a paw print for me to look at. But I wiped those off. And uh, and so if anything else crops up there, I'll, I'll see it. But I had to put another layer of the uh, hardware cloth uh, on there and uh, fasten that down because of whatever it is trying to get in there. And I don't know of a quick fix for that. Um, on my end, just because of the nature of I'm, the quick fix is to make sure there's no way for that little varmint to climb up there. But I can't fix that because on the other side of the coop is the run and the run is off, obviously chicken wire and it's got the roof on it. and It's got the tarp on it and they could just climb up that too. So just have to batten those hatches down more. Um, the, the, uh, the, um, molting ladies seem to be putting their uh, feathers back in 
I'm still seeing feathers all in the yard, but they seem to be growing them back. So I think we're going well. They're, you know, I give them a little extra protein all the time. Bible study. Uh, we're going to take a break this week coming Thanksgiving week. The, week the ladies didn't want to meet. Fine with that. Gives me a chance to do what I need to do anyway. We've been doing really well. So what we're going to do is double up the next two, after next week, the next two Wednesdays, we're going to double up and we'll have the book of, uh, of the Revelation over with. And that has been a really good study. And um, it, to me, for me, I can't speak for all the ladies, but for me, it's taking some of the panic of this, oh, the end is near, end is near, uh, out. I mean, I, I'm, I've said that before. I know where I'll be. You know, if, if my life ended right this minute, I know where I'm going to wake up. I don't have any doubt about that. So I'm cal I'm calm and comfortable and um, peaceful uh, with that. And I don't I don't freak out about that. Um, and reading the book of Revelation and seeing how things lay out and and studying the a couple of different scholars, one of them presenting the um, the videos that we're watching and one of and and the one that they're reading from and out of my study Bible and stuff. Um, I, there's a lot to come yet. There's a lot to come yet. It could happen really quick because, you know, the, the um, scholars have uh, theorized that the, the tribulation as it's been, as it's been called is a, is a seven year period of time. Maybe it starts today. But I kind of don't think so. And even if it does, again, I'm okay. I hope you're okay. And if you're not okay, let me know. I'll tell you how you can be. Hit me up, as the cool kids say. Our lunch and learn, we, we had our turkey talk on Wednesday. And um, I was kind of, I, I hate to say bored because it, I don't really mean it in the way that it sounds. Yes, I was bored. I was bored because I've been carving and cutting up chickens and turkeys for 40 years. And um, I'm okay with it. I, I, he, he didn't really show me anything, but it was a good presentation. Uh, and uh, some, of the, some of the attendees, we had a good turnout. Some of the attendees did learn some stuff. And a lot of questions were answered and there was a lot of information shared that I felt was good. You know, you know, your poultry has to be internal temperature at 165 degrees. And where's the best place to, to use your meat thermometer on your poultry and all these things. I think that was really good to get that information out there. Some good handouts that were provided. And so overall, I was it was good. It's just that I particularly myself didn't, you know, but that's OK. It was it's not about me because I'm trying to help the community is a larger um, uh, effort. Uh, and I think uh, based on some of the questions, it, it did help. It did help some folks. And yes, everyone who attended was given a frozen turkey. And some of those turkeys were huge. Um, I wasn't going to accept one that my original plan was not to accept one because we have some in the freezer and um, I wanted to make sure that everyone who was there uh, ended up with, with what they needed. Uh, they overbought as they do uh, to make sure that anybody who comes in without registering, even though it's highly discouraged, you always plan for that, that they, uh, you know, that uh, they had enough 
And so they said, do you want a small turkey or do you want a large turkey? I said, just, I don't care. Because if you give me a small turkey, I can manage it. And if you give me a large turkey, I can manage it. So I've got like a 20-pound bird thawing in my refrigerator right now. <laughs> and it's going to take all week for it to thaw all the way through. One of the things, oh, you know, pet peeves. I have a lot of pet peeves. I really do. A lot of pets. Like, I have a whole zoo of pet peeves. But um, one of them is when people say, um, unthaw. You want to unthaw this? You want to unthaw that? Unthaw. Thaw means to to create something that's not frozen anymore, to allow it to come to a room temperature, you know, to, to thaw. Un is an opposite. So if you're unthawing, you're freezing. <laughs> and so that was great and grating on me. All evening, all evening, bless his heart, he said unthaw. <laughs> so... I did not correct him. I did not correct him. Because <laughs> it would be rude. And, and I try to let that stuff go. Oh, But now this I was really kind of teed about. I, I didn't bring it up either because uh, time took care of it. Because as more people came in, it, it took care of it. But this lady came in. She doesn't know who I am. And she comes in and she says... Um, are we, is this the, the turkey talk thing with West Virginia State University? And I said, yeah. She said, where's John? I said, he's not here yet. I'm not sure what time he's getting here. I uh, haven't heard from him in, the, in a couple of days. And she started over to, to the kitchen and said, I wonder if he needs anything. Like she was going to go into the church kitchen and start getting stuff. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm, excuse me, who are you? She says, oh, and she gave me her name. And she just, is, it was just a participant, which is fine. She goes to a lot of the uh, state university extension office programs, which is fine. I didn't have any problem with any of that. My my issue was as she started towards the kitchen, like she was going to start digging through stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's not do that. I, I have all kinds of of uh, uh, grocery bags and stuff in there. If he needs it, we can we can get that taken care of. I'm here with the church. And she said, oh, okay, okay. She then proceeds to sit down and put her filthy feet up in the chair. I kid you not. In a facility where she's a guest, she sits down and puts her dirty shoes up in the seat of a chair. Like she's in her living room. And I just, it just was like, don't do this. Don't, don't say a word. Let it go. Don't say anything. And then the same lady, as, as John and I were trying to discuss, okay, are we going to meet again in December. He'd kind of like to not to. She's interrupting. Are you doing this in December? And I'm still trying. I'm looking him in the eye. He's looking me in the eye. And and I'm saying, well, what is your schedule? He said, well, my people are usually the, the, the um, what is the date? The 20th is usually their last day because of vacations and stuff and, uh, and classwork and all that. I said, so you want to not do it so that you don't have people and he and we're trying to have this conversation. She the same lady is trying to break into our conversation to ask us, are you having it? Are you having it on the 20th? Is it going to be here on the 20th? What are you going to do on the 20th? We haven't even gotten that worked out at that point. So John and I continue to talk and we decide, OK, we'll skip December. I don't like skipping it because we're just getting started. But 
give him some grace. And yeah, it's right before Christmas. So, okay. We'll start. Okay. So we want to start back on the fourth Wednesday of January. And so I look and I say, that's the, I think it's the 19th. Um, no, I think it's the, the 17th, the 17th. Okay. Um, do you want to, and then she's jumping in, trying to interrupt. Well, we, we don't even, I said, just get back with me later. We'll work it out. Cause you have a, you, you have a pattern of things you do like starting to garden plan and stuff. Yeah, we do. And, and she's still trying to jump in and I really wanted to turn my head. Yeah. It takes all my patience sometimes and say, I'm sorry. This is our conversation. <laughs> Please don't interrupt. <laughs> but, what I was trying to do was, and he knew this, I, trying to move him to just get back with me later. We don't need to discuss it now. Get back with me later. We don't need to just email me. We'll catch up. We'll work something out. It'll be good. I'll talk to you later about it. So sometimes, sometimes people get on my nerves. My grandfather on my mother's side, they, my dad used to call him a recluse because he just didn't like people. And I think I'm like that. I think I've got a lot of him in my DNA because there's days and you wouldn't think that with the stuff that I've been doing to try to, to keep the church and the classes and all this stuff that I would, I would do that. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, some days I really don't like people, <laughs> but I do. Let me, uh, let me finish up with this on the church uh, because it's like 20 till I want to make sure that, um, that we get our, our gun talk in and stuff. Um, I did, get blindsided Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I had a letter to sign for and we had talked. Oh, we didn't talk here. I don't think um, it was, it was, a, it was one of those, it was a registered letter that I had to, I had to sign for it. I was down here on Friday last week when the mailman tried to deliver it. And so I, they're closed on Saturdays and it said, pick it up. And Saturday was better today. Pick it up on Monday. I went Monday. They didn't have it because it, there's a whole story there. But anyway, that letter was from the church insurance company. And it was saying that they were opting not to renew our insurance at the church uh, at the end of this um, policy, which is in February. And they're not wanting, they're opting not to renew because of the condition of the roof, loose shingles and loose siding. And so I called them and I said, um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, and when the young lady answered the phone, I said, I just need, please understand. I'm in a little bit of a panic here because I just got a letter that they're not going to renew me at the church. I said, it says this, you know, um, shingles. I said, we had shingle shingles repaired uh, because they used Google earth to do this little, little, little check. They Google earth that saw some shingles loose. I said, we had shingles repaired. We did get that done uh, and the loose siding on the front was a bird nest the bird got behind a piece of siding we had that repaired I don't know how often Google Earth goes over but that stuff's been repaired now if we have to have a whole new roof if I get a new roof put on <laughs> do, you, do you understand what that means if I get a new roof put on but get the roof a new roof put on will you not cancel us and the young lady that was talking uh, to me, the customer service person, she says, I can't answer that. That has to come from, oh, I don't know, an underwriter or whatever. And I said, can we get that? 
can we, I've already reached out to someone for an estimate and can we, you know, I do need somebody to call me back. I do need to get this worked out. I said, I, I really don't. So the guy that was in charge of all of this left the church and this got plopped in my lap. I had no idea that you were going to cancel us because of the roof. And I had no idea the roof wasn't any kind of weird condition or anything. And as soon as I knew about the, um, about the uh, siding, we got someone to fix that. And we got the bird nest out of there and got that fixed. I said, so I, I'm getting an estimate on a roof. And I just called the guy and I said, I want a black metal roof. No, I didn't say blue. <laughs> I almost did, but I didn't say blue. A black metal roof. Because then it just goes on and then there's no dealing with the shingles and it's a done deal. And he hasn't gotten back to me with the estimate yet, but that was just on Wednesday that I reached out to him. So I'm waiting to hear from him. Uh, I didn't want to tell him what kind of a panic I'm in to get it done, but I am in a big panic. Now the problem comes with paying for it. The chances are if we get this new roof, it's going to take about every dime the church has in its bank account. And, um, of course, I had to. I just had to look, give it to God and say, "You, you've got to deal with this because I, I can't. I'll lose my mind if I'm trying to deal with this." That doesn't mean I'm not working to, to get it done. It's just I just can't spend all night and day freaking out if the roof doesn't get done. Good morning, Mike. It's good to see you. You're just about to catch me. I got one this little bit to go, and then we'll get to talking about the guns. It's just and it's just it's not a whole lot anyway, uh, but. Um, the uh, I'm trying to, to, at this point, I'm trying to think of ways to raise money for the church for the roof. And we can't do it just with hot dog sales. <laughs> we need a couple of good big things. And I don't know what that is. And I would really like if you guys, and, and I won't have time to do it all here today, but if you guys, those of you who are are connected with me on the telegram group if you have ideas drop it in there if you're not part of our telegram group it's t.me slash holstein house chat uh, the links in the description and it's also if you oh it may not be no no it's not there you have to go to robinholstein.com and go to the contact page it's there because i tried to clean that um, description box up so there was just going on forever but um, if you have ideas that a small church now we're just talking about you know, a handful of people, and I'm the youngest one, and I'm 58, ideas of how we can uh, legally and morally <laughs> raise, you know, a couple grand anyway. Um, that's the minimum. That's the minimum. Uh, and I've got ideas for small projects, obviously hot dog sale, bake sale, singing telegrams for Christmas. Um, I don't know. I've got a list of stuff over here that I was going through. Um, movie nights with donations, you know, $5 at the door for a movie night and we'll provide the popcorn or something. I mean, we've got some of those, but those are small. We need a couple of really good sized ones. And I'm just lost. My brain is so burned from all of this stuff the past 12 months. And it's been 12 months now. We've got our charge conference um, Sunday and it'll, that'll make it a year exactly since this stuff came apart and we've kept it open for a year but now it's like oh my gosh so um 
I, I do need some ideas on that. Oh, I'm glad. I hope you guys, Mike, I hope you guys didn't have any, um, any trouble in your travels. I, I do remember you saying that you were going to be out of town and uh, that you were visiting and it was really gorgeous looking. So I will move on from the church now, but if you do have any ideas of, of, of fundraisers that are, can be larger, uh, larger amounts. Um, I mean, we're just, I'm just lost. And when I reach out to my folks and say, do you have any ideas? No, you get that blank calf look. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's move on. So the, these, I'm going to adjust my chair here. You'll see me hop around a little bit. Those of you who are on the video. Um, so uh, the, what, what, I, what caused me to want to discuss uh, responsible gun, gun ownership is a story that I read um, in the, uh, it, well, it, it was from the local news company um, at a local television station. But I saw the link uh, on uh, on Facebook, and then went over and read it. And the link, this link, actually will be in is in the um, description, in the headline. Two year old child accidentally fires pistol, and we've heard that a lot. Young kids firing a gun in Ohio Walmart, folks. You got to get your act together. You just, you just got to get your act together. I'm sorry. The world is, is, is on fire and people are scared, plum poopless, but this, this is this, you got to get your act together. People. Um, I really get fired up over this for a, for a number of reasons. Here's the story. Waverly, Ohio, Waverly police responded to shots fired call at a local Walmart location Thursday uh, learning a toddler discharged a firearm. Officers said a woman on the scene told police her nine millimeter pistol was accidentally discharged by her two-year-old son. In what world, people? In what world? This is the type of thing that causes responsible gun owners to have to go through all kinds of stupidity to carry, really. Uh, the woman claims the child accessed the firearm in her purse, so it wasn't on her person, and a round was fired, striking the ceiling of the store, causing a minor injury to the child's forehead due to contact with the magazine, according to a news release from the Wa Waverly Police Department. The news release said the woman has been charged with child endangerment while the toddler was released to the care of a guardian. Okay, that's that's the end of the story. Uh, I mean, the written story. This is not responsible gun ownership. This is not responsible gun care. And this is not responsible child care, people. There's so many things right here 
if you're going to carry, you need to, if you're going to carry concealed, and it doesn't say anything about whether she had a permit or whether they, I don't know if they require a concealed permit in, in Ohio, in West Virginia now, you don't need a permit to constitutionally carry uh, concealed on your person. You, you, it doesn't carry outside of West Virginia. So just because I'm a West Virginian doesn't mean I can go to Kentucky and conceal carry. I have to have uh, a, a, a concealed carry permit the traditional concealed carry permit, it has to be uh, recognized in where the states that I'm carrying. If I stay within my own state boundaries, I do not need a concealed carry permit. If I go outside those boundaries, I need a concealed carry permit. So I have my concealed carry permit. Toddlers and pistols are a dangerous combination, regardless. If your handgun is in your purse and your purse is in the buggy, you are not in possession of that weapon. And if your handgun is in your purse and your toddler is in the buggy, you darn sure should not be putting your, your purse in the buggy. Period. In the, in the discussion. If your handgun is in your purse and your toddler is in the buggy and you put your hand, your purse in the buggy, it needs to be fastened shut. And if your toddler has a habit of getting in your purse, you have no business putting your handgun in there. What were you thinking? I have a couple different concealed carry purses. They're more cumbersome than they are uh, helpful. I've, I've, that's why I've only got a couple. I've got a couple different styles. And once I tried to use them, I just didn't like them. Didn't like them. They, it made it, one of them had zippers on, on two sides of a pocket on the outside. So you'd, you'd kind of tuck your, your weapon in, in, in one side. And you, the zippers allowed you to access it from either side if you needed to. But the zippers would work down. And then you, you've got your both sides kind of open so I didn't like that uh, I've got one that has a pocket on the inside but trying to get to it on the inside is just a pain what I need <laughs> what I need is a fat chicks concealed carry belt thingy holster thing I look for them every now and again but then I have to admit what size my waist is and I don't like that a bit <laughs> But um, so, I mean, you, you, you just there and, and now and now because this person, I don't, did it say how old the woman was? No, it doesn't say whether she was barely over 18 or if she was 25 or 26 years old. It doesn't say anything about how old the lady was. Um, it doesn't technically doesn't technically say in this article that it was the mother of the child. However, it says the toddler was released to the care of a guardian. I'm assuming it was the child's mother based on the way the story's written. So, um, yeah, child endangerment. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Do you, do you remember what a two-year-old looks like? A two-year-old is only about two foot tall, you know, and, and, 
and they're wilder than than billy goat kids you know they're just all over the place you, you just don't even the calmest two-year-old is a mile a minute whirlwind of trouble because that's the nature of a two-year-old that's why they're called the terrible twos I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm very flummoxed about this story. It's very irritating to me that, that this would happen. Now, this woman, now the child is not with, with its mother. I, it doesn't say who the guardian was. None of my business, technically. But, um, the, you know, the child can't be with the mom. The mom's going to have to go to court. The courts are probably going to um, separate them. I mean, we're not allowed to, if, she, if she'd bring the kid across the border down there, they would never separate her. But she's probably going to be separated from this child for a while, maybe even put in, I mean, who knows? She's not going to be allowed to have weapons, probably. She's going to probably uh, lose her right to uh, have a, a weapon. I mean, it's it's just crazy. I, I just, it, it really it burns me. You have to take firearms Seriously, these are not cap guns. These are not starter guns with blanks. These are real life going to kill you kind of stuff. You don't play around with it, people. You don't play around with it. And you can mama bear me all you want to. But a story like this, this woman was no mama bear. She wasn't taking care of this kiddo. Was it a mistake? You better, you bet your sweet bippy it was a mistake. And she's going to pay for that mistake. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is a bad deal. And it's not just a bad deal for her. It is a bad deal for a lot of us. Because now the anti-gun freaks are going to use this story to browbeat in new legislation. You see, this is why we shouldn't let people conceal carry. You know, you're going to have to increase. People are going to have to, you're going to have to force people to go to handgun training, which you should anyway. And I think uh, we had to for our concealed carry permit, but this is why you should now we shouldn't have constitutional carry. This is what's coming, people. It's understandable to be scared. It is, but use use your nut, use your nut. Just because you're scared, you can't go doing stuff like this. So. I want to get off that for now. I think most of you guys who might be staying here and have been here long enough to hear this piece uh, understand that this this is just, this is bad. This is bad news. This story is. <clears throat> so I'm going to close it up, you guys. For those of you who may be hanging around trying to listen for uh, uh, the uh, five more things to prep. None of these are really exciting, and I have to do a, uh, I have to do a wrap up. I, but, but it won't be all of them. And I, I ask for you send in your your comments on what do you, what in the five things to prep that we've been doing over the last several weeks on Fridays. Um, what do you prep? Because not everybody lives where I live, obviously. And uh, I know Mike down there lives in a whole different climate than I do. So one of the things he doesn't need are tire chains. C-H-A-I-N-S, tire chains. Um, tire chains aren't as popular nowadays as they used to be before these all-season radial tires came out. You used to change your tires when, when it started getting really cold weather because you had a different type of, I'm going to say rubber. I mean, I don't know what they're made out of nowadays, but rubber tire that, that had different um, chemical makeup 
that it was softer in the summer and in the winter. And then, then you put tires on that could handle the cold and the snow of the winter. And some of them had those little um, rubber thingies that stick out to give you a little more traction in the winter. <laughs> I forget what they're called. But, uh, uh, and then people put chains on uh, people who had a lot of uh, snow. I know my dad used to have, he had a one ton truck. Uh, and um, one, it was a dually. I don't remember if it was a Ford or not. I want to say Dad was a Ford guy for a long time. I want to say it was a Ford uh, one-ton dually, and he put chains on it. He had a he had a um, uh, welding. It, he it was his welding truck. He had a big uh, a Lincoln Arc welder in the back, and he he traveled all around. And he had his uh, had his tanks of, of oxygen and. Um, Settling and stuff in the back in these oh i remember is the his uh, his his gas uh oh what are they called um hoses and the brass and all that stuff i remember that just just like it was yesterday <laughs> um but yeah he put he had chains for that that truck a uh, winter grade windshield fluid now this is something that uh you, you don't have to have but if you can get a hold of this this is some good stuff because it's designed to uh, remove ice and it doesn't clog up and uh, it won't freeze up in your windshield system uh, and so and do damage there and you can use it it will help uh, clear the ice and stuff off your windshields so um, that's something to look for it is a little costly but if you you know if you're not using it as as much uh, you know it's um, it it is very worth it it is very worth it. I don't have this on there, but they do make um, covers. I mean, I guess you could use a tarpaulin and, or, or I know people use trash bags to, to, to lay over their windshields so that if it does snow, it's not covered. That's something you could do there. I should have thought about that one. That one should have been my number five. A family emergency plan, a written family emergency plan that you can go through and check off. If, uh, if you're, if you're stranded, uh, if there is a fire if, uh, if it floods, how are we going to handle those as a family? If the kids are at school and there's a flood and mom can't get back um, to the house, what are the kids going to do? Where are they going to go? Do they have an emergency spot to go? Uh, if the house catches on fire, how are we going to exit the house and where are we going to meet? You know, we had these stupid fire drills. We used to have them in school all the time. And I, I say stupid, just they're not really stupid. You need to do them. But um, and we had them at work and stuff. And there was always, OK, this office is going to meet under this tree and this office is going to meet over here by this building. And this office is going to meet by that fire hydrant um, so that they could head count and make sure where everybody is. If you have a fire in the house and you have a, like like you've got a two, maybe a two, two story house or your house is long enough. So you've got bedrooms on either side and say the fire starts in the kitchen and you can't get to this end. Everybody knows how to get out the windows or get out the doors and get out and meet somewhere a family emergency plan like that or if in the um you know stuff hits the fan scenario and everybody's trying to get back do you go meet at uncle so-and-so's house uh instead of going home you meet it you meet there i mean there's um all kinds of different emergency plans maybe we'll uh maybe we'll do a series on that different emergency plans Winterized outdoor faucets. Did you know, and I did not know this until Mr. Holstein told me about it, they make an, uh, anti-frost, I think it's called anti-frost spigots that you can put on your outdoor faucets. And uh, we have them on both bars. We have one, uh, a faucet out front and we have a faucet out back. 
and they just look like a regular faucet, except they've got this weird little cap thing just past the on and off knob. And so you, it's not a whole lot of room. So it's just there. and It's not very big, maybe about the size of a nickel. And it's designed so that if water is in that spigot and it's or, or you, you know, you're not supposed to leave your water hose on your spigots when it's freezing weather anyway. But if for some reason there's some water in that and it and it freezes, that it won't burst the spigot or crack the brass of your spigot uh, because frozen water will break a lot of stuff. You, you, it won't, it won't break. You can, it probably won't break this plastic water bottle. That's a weird thing about water, but it would break my coffee cup if it can't expand out. So um, if water is confined in these brass spigots, for water, it, it could crack those spigots, um, especially if you leave the water hose on and there's enough water back that it backs up, you know, maybe there's a kink or something and there's a drip and all these different scenarios where you could have water build up and it gets into that brass spigot. It will crack that spigot. So, so winterizing and they do, they make, um, for those that don't have those uh, frost proof um, uh, spigots, they make covers these insulated covers that you can put on your spigots that help keep that cold air off of them and help them to keep from freezing. Not necessarily will always, but help reduce the chance of your spigots freezing outside because you just don't want to, our spigots, we would have, well, this one, uh, we'd have to turn the water off at the meter if it froze and burst. The one in the back of the house, we have a, we have a, a cutoff here inside the basement that we can cut the water off before it, uh, before it gets to, gets there. And, you know, it doesn't really fit. <laughs> so I had these four things outside things and then I have bleach. <laughs> That's why I need to categorize these a little better. Bleach. Why do you need bleach? Because bleach can do a multitude of things. It can help sanitize some water. And uh, when you mix it, you can sanitize surfaces as well as sanitizing your laundry and getting stains out. And in the wintertime, we're all going to be bombarded unless you absolutely are so self-sufficient that you don't have to come into contact with any humans or you can get the stuff delivered and they can sit outside long enough that the, that the bacteria on the boxes dies. <laughs> um, you need bleach. We're going to be bombarded with germs. Uh, People are going to sneeze. People are going to vomit. People are going to have bathroom accidents all over the place. If you get a stomach bug or one of your kids brings home a stomach bug and you're changing bed sheets, you need to have some bleach. You need to be clean in that place. Now, there are a lot of sanitizing um, household cleaners, but um, bleach is an all-purpose and very cost-efficient option, especially especially if you're having hard times, you don't have a lot of extra money. Bleach is a excellent, excellent, excellent uh, product to have on hand for, for multi-purpose use. Um, oh, darn, it went right out of my head. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh, I know what it was. Be careful when you buy your bleach. Read your labels. I've got a really quick, uh, really short, um, short, short <laughs> on the YouTube channel uh, from this 
maybe been this time last year, might have been a little later, maybe been in January, just comparing a couple of generic bottle of bleach labels, same company and everything. One, one had zero mention of killing bacteria. It was designed as a splashless, uh, uh, splash less, not splashless, but splash less uh, thick type of bleach. And it would lift stains and whiten. But there was no mention on the label uh, that it would kill germs. Honestly, I get it. I know why people want that kind of bleach that doesn't splash because you pour it and it goes all over the place. I don't waste my time on it. I buy straight up bleach. I don't buy expensive bleach. I buy the most cost efficient bleach that they have on the shelf. And um, I try to keep several little bottles of it. It has gone up in price. I try to just pick up a, a little a little quart of bleach or a, a half a gallon um, every couple of shopping trips. I don't use a lot of it, but uh, it's getting to be the season where I'm going to be increasing um, the use of it. Um, there's nothing like bleach for sanitation. So you want to make sure you've done that. So I'm going to uh, start winding down now. I've gone over my hour, about almost 10 minutes now. I got to get over to that and uh, get him taken care of. He'll be calling me here in a minute if I don't. Um, but I got to let the, let the animals out. Betty's sitting over there uh, stretching now and She's wanting to go out. I need to let them out before I take dad up the road. So if you've gotten this far, I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, if you stayed with me, please, please say hello uh, in the comments somewhere. If you're checking the replay on this and uh, if you're catching the, uh, the podcast, please say hello. And if you don't hear from me, I may not have your version, your particular uh, type of podcast application. Drop me a note. Go to RobinHolstein.com. Go over to the contact page. Not only will you be able to leave me a message there, but you'll see all of the different social uh, media sites and ways to reach out to me. I'd love to hear your comments. I'd love to hear your suggestions. I'm going to be uh, burnt out here pretty soon. <laughs> I need some good ideas. <laughs> so uh, I am going to be trying to develop a um, uh, some online workshops based on the uh, workshops that I've done for the church over the past uh, several months. Um, it's going to be slow going there because of everything. It just, I, I needed something else to do, um, but uh, we'll be doing that. So keep an eye out, keep an ear open to hear me talk about that more. They will be, um, there will be a fee, even maybe just a small minor fee for these because I'll be putting them together as a, as a uh, sales product um, and uh, probably uh, develop a, a small handout, a small booklet of some sort to, uh, for as a download for your participation in those um, still got a lot of things to think through there working on some um, some uh, some flows and and stuff so we'll uh, we'll get that taken care of keeping you know I'll, I'll keep you updated on that if I don't talk to you again if you don't hear from me if you don't uh, if you don't pick up on the uh, uh, on the podcasts and the and the broadcasts I hope you have a great Thanksgiving I know that's not until next week and technically we'll have a alive on Tuesday but if I don't see you then I hope you have a great Thanksgiving get that turkey out of the freezer if you've got one if you're going to get one get it now it's about 98 cents a pound uh, in some places so it's a good buy even if you you just don't want to cook all of it cut it up cut it up maybe I'll do 
Hmm. I have to think about that. <laughs> almost said, almost committed myself to something I probably can't do, but <laughs> I have to think about it. Anyways, so that's all for me. Uh, now, uh, guys, check out the um, check out the uh, description uh, for uh, contact information, and I will see you guys. Make it a great weekend and a great holiday coming up, and uh, we will talk to you again uh, on Tuesday, if not before, but surely by Tuesday. Bye bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.